Hello and welcome to my podcast, What I Find Funny. My name is Deb Sherritt, and I'll be spending the next few minutes with you sharing the things that I find funny, either in my daily life, through the many diverse experiences I've had, or just some of the quirky, ironic, or coincidental things that happen to make me laugh, give me pause, or make me ask, what the... On this episode, I'm sharing my experience of allowing my hair to grow gray long before it became the thing to do. You see, in October of 2019, before COVID was even an acronym in our lexicon, I debated the ultimate middle-aged woman's question, to die or what? Or, if you're a James Bond lover like my husband, leave or get die. Being a very dark-haired woman, my roots would come in in patches of silver, so it wasn't as if I became a skunk over time. Rather, I looked as though drops of silver snow had been placed on my head. You couldn't help but notice it, and I could see people diverting their eyes to the blobs of grey hair I had coming in. Those eye movements would send me right back to the drugstore to purchase another hair dye, thereby beginning the process all over again about every six weeks or so. Now, I'd worked in a cancer centre here in London, and I knew the dangers of hair dyes and harsh chemicals. I'd stopped being a sun lover because of that place and was now hearing all the doctors and nurses who hated to see anyone willingly putting themselves at risk. So I decided that dyeing my hair was no longer an option, and this meant I would allow my hair to grow into its full authentic look, and create God knows what kind of havoc with my hair. I've seen gray hair looked frizzled and dry and horrid next to a regular strand of hair. I've also seen gray hair that, well, looks like it migrated up north from the body to finally settle on the top of someone's head, if you get my drift. Oh, I wasn't looking forward to this. I've never been one to fuss with my hair, probably because it's dead straight and there's very little I can do with it but grow it long. Long seems to be its happy place, so why mess with happy, right? I mean, I've tried different looks over the years, not too many, mind you. I recall a Glamour Shots photo shoot where they put so much curl and hairspray into my hair to give it some volume that I ended up knocking items off a dollar store shelf with how stuck and thick it was. But who wants to walk around with helmet hair all day long? The hairspray alone would have probably caused some sort of nasty disease, and I'm not even going to talk about what it would do to the ozone layer. (laughs) That look wasn't for me. I washed it out as soon as I got home, reverted right back to my usual long and straight self. Glamour shots. Ah, well. Now, At the same time I was considering growing gray, I noticed my eyesight began to really decrease. I could no longer read anything smaller than the 16 font and was changing all my texts, icons, and desktop folders into large fonts so I could read them easily. Well, the problem with that is so could everyone else. Oh, no. So my gray hair was going to be topped off by a set of bifocals? Oh, I don't think so. Everyone would know I was getting old. Oh, hell no. 
Well, since my hair had already started its journey, I decided to get contact lenses to fight the problem. Contacts would be unseen, would give me the sight I needed, and no one would be aware at what rate my physical being was aging. I mean, I had a reputation to uphold at my place of employment. I'd been there more than 20 years in various departments, but I wasn't happy that my employee photo ID looked so much younger than I did. All because of my hair growth, a bit of weight gain, and did I mention 20 years? I'm not even going to tell you what the pandemic did, but in our house we call it COVID-25. That's about how much we've each gained through it all. And just so you know, no one ever needs a pandemic to end their career in healthcare on. I'm just saying. There I was, happy in my element, gray hair growing in, mostly in three-inch patches around my face, and salt and pepper light throughout my full head of hair. After a few months, the drops of silver began to lengthen, and now I find I have long silver streaks that break up the darker hair quite nicely. I love the white bits that now surround my face, and I'm really grateful I didn't go completely white all at once. Rather, it's as though my hair is easing into itself, like reclining into a soft and comfy bed. The gray isn't as wiry as I had expected, and it seems my hair wishes to coexist harmoniously, I must say. It was with this in mind, and feeling just a little elated at how my grays were growing in, I happened to mention to Honeybunch one day, oh, I would love it if these white bits became very white and thick. Without hesitation, Honeybunch responded, you know who else has white streaks in her hair? Mrs. Frankenstein. He actually seemed pleased with his remark, as if he'd answered a difficult trivia question that no one else could answer. However, if his marital powers had been working appropriately that day, he would have known that comparing the love of his life to the bride of Frankenstein could render him in pain, be it a slap to the arm, a pinch to his bum, or, if warranted, a purple nurple. I did none of these things, opting to take the high road because, after all, bless him. Honeybunch has a difficult time just convincing his hair to stick around, so I suppose I asked for it. Complaining to him about hair is like a rich man crying poor to a beggar. So now, when I pull all my hair up into a high ponytail, all I see is the bride. <laughs> and that's what I find funny. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of What I Find Funny. You'll be sure to hit that like button and follow me so you're notified of new uploads. And go ahead and leave me a comment. Maybe you've had a funny experience you can share with me too, because after all, share it is the last name. Try and find funny where you can and take care.